Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid-East soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. Temperatures in northwestern Saudi Arabia, on average, seldom, if ever, drop below 8 degrees Celsius, except in the 2,400-meter-high Sarawat Mountains, where snow falls at best occasionally. However, that hasn't prevented Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman from envisioning Saudi Arabia as competing for winter sports tourism. The kingdom would do so by including winter sports in Mr. Bin Salman's $500 billion Niam Fantasia, a futuristic new city and tourism destination along the Red Sea in a mostly unpopulated part of the kingdom. In the latest mind-boggling Neom-related announcement, Saudi Arabia's Olympic Committee said it was bidding to host the 2029 Asian Winter Games in the city, essentially still a project on paper that has a science fiction feel to it in a country that has no winter sports facilities and whose plans so far envisioned only ones that would be indoors. The games would be held at Trojena, a yet-to-be-built resort on mountain peaks overlooking Neon, slated to be home to 7,000 people by 2026 and annually attract 700,000 visitors. Trojena would be the Gulf's first outdoor ski resort. Powered by renewable energy, Trojena expects to create an outdoor ski slope by blasting artificial snow at the mountains. Plans for the resort also include a ski village, luxurious family and wellness facilities, the region's largest freshwater lake, and an interactive nature reserve. Tojena would also feature a yoga retreat and an art and entertainment residency. Executive Director Philip Gullet predicts that Trojena will offer a seamless travel experience in which we are looking into delivering luggage via drones, using biometrics to fulfill security requirements, and allowing interested parties to explore the site first using the latest virtual reality. In Mr. Gullet's anticipation, visitors will be able to scuba dive, ski, and hike or climb all on the same day. At least 32 Asian nations compete in the Asian Games. That include alpine skiing, ice hockey, biathlon, cross-country skiing, and figure skating competitions. To be fair, Saudi Arabia sent its first Winter Olympics team to the Beijing Games in February, where Faik Abdi ranked number 44 in the men's giant slalom. The winter sports bid is part of a big splash Saudi effort to establish itself as the Gulf's foremost player in international sports, a position so far occupied by Qatar with its hosting of this year's World Cup and the United Arab Emirates that, like Qatar, owns one of the world's top European soccer clubs. Saudi Arabia recently bought English Premier League club Newcastle United and sparked controversy by attracting with vast sums of money 
some of the world's top golf players to compete in a new tournament that kicked off in one of former US President Donald Trump's resorts. Tiger Woods reportedly turned down a $700 to $800 million offer to join the Saudi-backed Live Golf International Series. However, others, including Greg Norman, Phil Michael Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, and Bryson DeChambeau have jumped on the Saudi bandwagon. Saudi Arabia has also signed a 10-year, $650 million deal for a Formula One motor racing event, partnered with World Wrestling Entertainment for annual shows, and hosted the World Heavyweight Championship rematch between Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. Less than a year after signing with Gata on Paris Saint-Germain, soccer superstar Lionel Messi has emerged as the tourism ambassador for the Saudi Red Seaport of Jeddah. Families of activists and dissidents imprisoned in Saudi Arabia unsuccessfully tried to persuade Mr. Messi not to engage with the kingdom. If you say yes to visit Saudi, you are in effect saying yes to all the human rights abuses that take place in modern Saudi Arabia, they said in a letter to the player. A Saudi national and former Twitter employee is currently on trial in the United States for spying for the kingdom on Saudi users of the social media platform. Arij al-Sadhan said the information potentially provided by the former employee may have led to the arrest of her brother, Abdurrahman al-Sadhan, because of his satiric social media posts. Mr. al-Sadhan was tortured and sentenced to 20 years in prison. Saudi officials killed journalist Jamal Khashoggi in Istanbul in 2018, in what the kingdom has said was an unauthorized rogue operation. However, others, including US intelligence, assert that it was anything but. Adding to Neom's futurism, Saudi sources said last month that the city funded by the kingdom's sovereign wealth fund, the public investment fund, would become home to the world's largest buildings. Twin 500 meter tall skyscrapers dubbed the line that would stretch horizontally for dozens of miles. By 2030, Mr. Bin Salman expects some one and a half million people to live in the skyscrapers. Everything about Niam seems fantastical from flying elevators to 100 mile long skyscrapers, to a floating zero carbon port. It seems to owe more to Coruscant and Wakanda than to any urban forms outside of science fiction, said Bloomberg columnist David Fickling, referring to Star Wars city covered planet and Fantastic Four's fictional country in East Africa. In Mr. Bin Salman's mind, Neon, derived from the Latin word neo for new, and the first letter of the Arabic word for future, mustaqbal, and built with advanced smart city technologies, will likely not only be an example of artificial intelligence increasing life's conveniences, but also the creation of the perfect surveillance state. 
Speaking to Bloomberg in 2017, Mr. Bin Salman envisioned residents and visitors managing their lives with just one app, Neon. Mr. Bin Salman said the city would have no supermarkets because everything would be delivered. Everything will have a link to artificial intelligence, to the internet of things, everything. Your medical file will be connected with your home supply, with your car, linked to your family, linked to your other files, and the system develops itself in how to provide you with better things, Mr. Bin Salman envisioned. Today, all the clouds available are separate. The car is by itself. The Apple Watch is by itself. Everything is by itself. There, everything will be connected. So nobody can live in Neon without the Neon application we'll have or visit Neon. Mr. Bin Salman added. The Crown Prince's vision of Saudi Arabia as the world's latest top-of-the-line winter sports destination attracts headlines, but has yet to be proven as a concept. That is true for much of the futurism embedded in plans for Neon, except for the surveillance state. That is already a reality in various parts of the world. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Also, thank you to all who have demonstrated their appreciation for my column by becoming paid subscribers. This allows me to ensure that it continues to have maximum impact. Maintaining free distribution means that news websites, blogs, and newsletters across the globe can republish it. I launched my column 12 years ago. To borrow a phrase from an earlier proprietor of The Observer, it offers readers, listeners, and viewers the scoop of interpretation. If you are able and willing to support the column, please become a paid subscriber by clicking on Substack on the subscription button at www.jamesmdorsey.substack.com and choosing one of the subscription options. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. Thank you. Take care and best wishes.